Hey, Justin here from RideCX.com, and you're listening to Inside Cyclocross. Cyclocross makes me happy, and I'd love to share it with you. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about adding an air compressor for working on bicycle tires to your home workshop. Tubeless tires have become essential for modern cyclocross, gravel, and mountain bikes. Some tubeless tires you can seat using nothing more than a floor pump, but using an air compressor is the easy button method. And if you often work on tubeless tires, you won't regret the investment. It's now possible to get a full home workshop compressor set up for working on bicycles for about $200, making it within range of the home mechanic. Beyond just seating tubeless tires, you can also use a compressor for all your daily inflation needs, like simply bringing a tire up to the correct riding pressure. Owning an air compressor has many other household uses as well, in addition to bikes, and adding one to your home workshop is more useful than ever. Let's talk about what parts you need and how to set one up. Part 1. The compressor itself. Let's go shopping. Here's what you need to look for. Air compressors sell for about $50 at the low end to thousands of dollars at the high end. But for bicycle use, a small capacity two or three gallon model will work fine. Shops might want a larger capacity model. The larger the tank is, the longer the compressor can run without recharging. I personally use a model called the Cobalt three gallon single stage portable electric hot dog compressor that I bought from Lowe's. I'll provide a link to all these items in the show notes. As of this recording, this model sells for $129. You'll find compressors called hot dog or pancake. These refer to the shape of the air tank. And for working on bicycles, the shape of the tank really isn't important. As long as the compressor fits in the space you have available, you're good. Do keep in mind that compressors are heavy. That's no big deal if you plan to park it permanently in the corner of a garage. But if this is something that you're planning to take to the races, for example, consider a model on wheels to make it easier to move around. Air compressor motors are also quite loud. If that's an issue for you, it might make sense to review the decibel rating on the models you're considering and compare how loud they are. You should choose a compressor that has a quarter inch IM fitting on it where your pneumatic lines and air tools will plug in. That's the brass interface that allows you to plug in your air tools and lines using a push-pull connector. I would definitely stay away from compressors under the $100 mark. Cheap tools just don't last. Choose a reputable brand, Cobalt, Craftsman, DeWalt, and so on. You also want to shop for a compressor that has a rated PSI that's far higher than you think you'll need for your bicycle tires. Mine is rated for 150 PSI, I only end up using about 110 PSI at most on my bicycles. If you buy a compressor that's only rated for 75 or even 100 PSI, you might find that it just doesn't have enough oomph for your bicycle application. Part two, the pneumatic air lines and fittings. We've got our compressor picked out. Now we need a way to get that compressed air from the tank to our air tool. And to do that, we need some pneumatic or air lines. I recommend getting a line that coils up automatically so it's easy to keep it organized in your shop. You can buy the airlines individually, but they're also available in an accessory kit that includes the line and all the male and female fittings. I'll link that in the show notes as well. As with the compressor, 
make sure you are buying lines and fittings built to that same quarter inch IM interface size. Choose a line that's longer than you think you're going to need. You want to be able to comfortably reach all the corner areas of your shop. If your airline didn't include them, you might need a set of quarter inch IM male and female couplers. These allow you to quick release your air tools from the airline so you can change tools for different jobs. The female part of the coupler is going to thread onto the end of your airline, and you'll install one male coupler on each end of each air tool that you might like to hot swap between. If you're only planning on working on bikes, you only need one set of couplers. But if you want to power other air tools like a finish nailer or some other power tool, grab an extra one for each tool. While you're shopping, also pick up some Teflon tape or plumber's tape if you don't already have it at home. Part 3, the inflator tool specific to bikes. Bikes have Presta or Schrader valves. The air compressors from the home improvement store do not. So the inflator head is the magic part that's going to convert that fitting from your compressor into a Presta or Schrader valve that works on your bikes. If you aren't sure what model is best, I recommend the Prestaflator Professional Model, which I will also link in the show notes. The Prestaflator line uses that same quarter-inch IM interface on one end, so it can plug into standard air compressor lines and a Presta or Schrader fitting for the valves on your bike on the other end. Once we've got everything home, it's time to hook everything up and test. Let's go over the steps. Before starting, it should go without saying that you should wear eye and ear protection before using power tools. Please do so. First, turn off the compressor and unplug it from the wall. Install a male quarter-inch IM fitting into one end of the new air hose if it didn't come with one already installed. Install some plumber's tape on the threaded interface to help it stay airtight before you screw them together. Plug the end of the air hose with the new quarter-inch male fitting into the compressor. Compressors typically have a pull-push fitting. You pull back on a retaining ring, shove the connector in, and then release the ring. If you pull on the air compressor line, it should not release unless you are operating that push-pull fitting. Next, you're going to install a female quarter-inch IM fitting into the other end of the air hose. Again, using some plumber's tape on the threaded interface to help us get an airtight seal. If you're using the PrestaCycle PrestaFlator line of inflators, it already has a quarter inch IM fitting installed on it. Go ahead and plug it into the newly installed female end of your air hose, again using that push-pull connector. Once you've got that done, go ahead and plug the air compressor into the wall power and turn it on. You should hear the motor start running as the tank begins to fill, and you'll see the gauges begin to fill up and show you the current tank pressure. Check for leaks on your newly installed connectors and adjust your fittings if needed. You might need to add more plumber's tape or to use an adjustable wrench to snug up the fittings. When you hear the motor stop, the compressor is full and ready for your use. Point your inflator in a safe direction and squeeze the trigger to test it out. You should get a blast of compressed air. Once you're up and running, go ahead and try it out on one of your actual bike wheels. A big benefit of owning the compressor is all the other applications beyond just bicycles. Once you've got your compressor set up, you can easily remove the inflator head using the quick release IM fitting to install other air tools. You can use an air compressor for quick cleanup of dust using a blower tip. A blower tip is included with the starter kit I mentioned previously. 
uh, airbrushing artwork, inflating your car tires, powering pneumatic tools like a nail or a staple gun for construction or remodeling projects, or inflating pool toys. Do keep in mind that air compressors are quite noisy and they can bleed air slowly over time, which means the motor will turn on to refill the tank periodically. So when you're not using your compressor, it's good practice to uh, unplug it from the wall or turn it off at the wall switch. Be a good neighbor. I hope this information helps you out. If you have any questions about which equipment to buy or how to set it up, contact me on ridecx.com and I'll be happy to answer any of your questions. Thanks again for listening to the Inside Cyclocross podcast from Ride CX. Ride safe and I'll see you soon.